0: better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. We want to talk to you today about fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety are something that really, unfortunately, plague us in life sometimes. For whatever reason, situations arise something happens and you panic. The first instinct is for fear to take over and then the anxiety and then you start to worry about it and then it just sort of spirals out of control before you've even realized what's happened. And I know some people who didn't even really have to have something terrible happen for the fear and anxiety to just take over something. Yeah. Even the thought of something bad happening brings in the fear and anxiety and it's a vicious cycle and it's not something that we were created to
1: have. Um, when I think of fear and anxiety, I, I get, I call them the twins. Because to me, when you get fear, you generally have anxiety coming along for the ride. And when you have anxiety, fear usually taps on the door as well. And it made me giggle. And not that fearing anxiety is funny, because it's not. But when I was thinking about it and how identical they are and how they manifest the same, how they come hand in hand and they work in a pair, I got a giggle because I remember how my kids used to love to watch Full House, and they still love to. And to this day, as now adults, we go back and watch everything about Full House because it was just, you know, one of those programs that was just iconic. And, and now, you know, they have the sequel to it. Well, in Full House, I never knew this until I really paid attention to it several, I guess, I would even say months and months into the program. I didn't realize that the little uh, baby, the littlest child on, on the show was an identical twin and probably, well now they're saying, I guess they're not identical, but they were so identical then that they could interchange one with the other. And when you got one Mary Kate Olson or you had Ashley Olson, you never knew which was which because they were so identical that they could be interchanged in the program without missing a beat. And I thought, oh, you know, we used to love that show, still do, love the reruns, love how precious it is and love the cast on it. And it was one of those moments where everything about that being twin was a good thing, and it was such a wonderful thing. And we still look at those shows and we giggle and we laugh and it's a wonderful thing. And as they grew up, they were adorable. Well, that's full house. That's not necessarily fear and anxiety. That thing that I call twins comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. And when I was diagnosed with cancer, now it's been two years, thank you, Jesus. But when I was diagnosed with cancer, I'm not sure who tap danced first, fear or anxiety. Because they came as a pair. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing that happens
0: to a lot of us in life. And it's something that's really easy to succumb to. You know, those thoughts pop in your head. And and sometimes you can talk yourself out of it. Or sometimes the situation warrants itself to say, oh, okay, I guess it's not so bad. But there are other times that that's not the case where the fear and anxiety have such a hold on you that there are people who who truly can't even live their lives. They can't leave the house. They're afraid to go out in public.
1: They're afraid of people. They're afraid of so many things that it just destroys them. I was hanging out with a friend of mine and she's, she's kind of like really, she's so close to me. She's family to us all. Their family's close to our family. Our family's close to their family. And, and honestly, um, I was with her at just a, kind of a routine doctor visit and it was just, you know, expected to be nothing. Then we were just gonna go out and have lunch. I mean, it was that simple. Turns out she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I tell you what, this is the person who has always been kind of like my rock, My aside from my own actual family, my blood family. She's always been a rock. I've known this woman for many, many, many years, a couple of decades actually. And, and I could see the same thing happened to her when she was diagnosed as it was to me when I was diagnosed. And I love the fact that she had the same kind of support system I had where you guys were in the room and you basically said, oh no, we're not going there. And you know, fear and anxiety, I believe, has to be combated head on. Well, that's not the
0: way we were created. God did not give us a spirit of fear. He created right. us in such a way that we were to push against that. We have power, a spirit of power, a spirit of love, yep. and a sound mind, and that's the way we were made. Second but, Timothy seven. But the way that the world works is not always so simple, and when you hear something that's really scary, it's easy to be overwhelmed by that, and that's natural. There's nothing wrong with you for having those natural emotions and those natural feelings. However, that is not the way we were created to be, and, and God does not want that for you, neither do we want that for you. Yeah, exactly. We want you to feel his love and his power and the sound mind that you were created with. But it's easy to let those feelings overwhelm you and it's easy to fall into the trap of repeating them out loud. I know a lot of people, I I hear them saying those things negatively. Stop saying it, stop. Stop talking about it. Stop confessing it. Why are you becoming the self-fulfilling prophecy of negativity? Yeah. If those words have been spoken over you, they may be the reality, but that does not have to be the way that you speak about it. Yes, those things have been said about me, but I do not claim that, and I do not want that for my life.
1: And I used to say, even as the kids were little, um, when when they would be, you know, it, maybe it was cold and flu season, and the saying was, Um, I'm trying to catch a cold, which I would never allow in my house. I would say a cold is trying to catch me, but I refuse it in Jesus' name because I would not let them bring that in. My cold, my headache, my cancer. Uh Uh-uh, absolutely not. You do not take possession of that. You may have my toy. You may have my game, but you may not have sickness and disease. It was not allowed in our house. And so when, when I went through that, I re- you never heard me say my cancer. One day I won't say it. You'll never hear me say it because it's not mine. God did not give me that. And like you said, what did God give you? Not the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Jordan, I wrote down when you talked to me about this subject and, and you handed me the subject and said, you know, think about this. I wrote down just a handful of scriptures, and I want to encourage you to write these down and you know kind of put them where you can see them, an iPod, iPad, whatever, where you can put them in front of you. Because there was something I loved about these particular scriptures that I picked. It shows our part in what happens to us, and then it very clearly defines God's part. And so if you look at Isaiah 41.10, Isaiah 41.10, do not fear. We are not supposed to get into fear. And then he said, for I am with you. So when we look at God's part, and we look at our part, I don't have to fear because God's, you know, there is that replacement. If I wanna just sit in fear, don't expect for I am with you to show up. When I release fear, for I am with you shows up. It said, don't be dismayed. When I release dismay, it says, for I am your God. Then he goes to this, I will strengthen you. I will uphold you. I will help you. See, when we release our part and don't try and play God and do his part, Isn't it amazing? His part's a whale of a lot better than our part. Well, and that's the thing is
0: there are moments and the things that happen to us, we're so consumed by what's going on. I'm not even sure I'm capable of doing those things myself in that moment, but that's the great part. You You don't don't have have to. to. That's not that's not your job. Your job is to let it go and let God be God.
1: Cast your cares upon Him because He can carry it when we're not able to do it. If we look at the scripture, it's Isaiah forty one ten. Do not fear, do not be dismayed. Then He said, "I'll strengthen you. I'm your God. I'll help you. I'm with you. I'll uphold you." Yeah, His part's a whole lot better when He yeah, he's, does it. Yeah, He's
0: doing all the work. I mean, He's doing the heavy lifting. Don't freak out because He's got the load to do and He's capable of doing it when we're not. And that's that's the great part. That's the part that makes everything really truly okay when you're overwhelmed or when something is causing you to fear unnaturally or even if it's something that is a natural, scary thing that happened to you, that's okay. Take a deep breath. Remind yourself of the promises of God. Remind yourself that he's the one taking the load and you don't have to do all that stuff because he can do it a whole
1: yeah. lot better than we can. And then what you said was Second Timothy seven: God has not given us the spirit of fear. Okay, so when we leave out the spirit of fear, what did he replace it with?
0: Power, Power love, love, and a sound mind.
1: Nine. Um, Psalm 94:19. This one I thought was really interesting because God dealt with the fact that we do have anxiety. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Yeah, it's a real thing, or we wouldn't be addressing it scripturally. Of course. But He said, when anxiety was great within me, God's consolation brought joy. Whoo! I like that word, to my soul. And then Proverbs 12:25. This one is, we just gotta, we gotta face the fact that this is such reality. Proverbs twelve twenty five. an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. A merry heart does good like a medicine. There are choices and th- my kids have heard me say this all the time, in life, you'll hear voices and choices. And the voice of the Lord may be telling you one thing and the voice of the devil may be telling you another. And God is telling us to make a choice. We have to choose this day whom we'll serve. If the voice of the devil is saying, anxiety, doom, gloom, despair, destruction, and God is saying, I'll strengthen you, I'll uphold you, I'll lift you up, I'll give you peace, I'll give you joy. Here's the deal, it's up to us to make the choice. Let that be
0: something that you do when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel like you just don't know how to deal with the problems, hand it over to him. Make the choice in your mind, okay, I know I'm overwhelmed, I know I'm freaking out here, and that's okay, but pass it on and let God handle it. And if that's something that you're not sure how to do, just start speaking it into existence. Read the scriptures out loud, put on some uplifting worship music, something that puts your brain in the state that says, okay, I can handle this, even though right now things seem terrible, God's going to deal with it because I promise you he can handle whatever it is that's going on in your life. It doesn't matter what, how big, how small he cares about it and he can deal with it better than you can. Remember, anytime you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Go to oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.